Welcome. You're about to hear an inspirational message by David Entry. May your faith increase and your heart be stirred towards God as you listen to this life-transforming message. Press subscribe so you're the first to know when the messages are released. Blessed are your ears for the things they hear. Anything you value, you will remember. If it's place, it carries value in your heart, you remember. One of the biggest things I would never give up on doing is helping people to open their Bibles. And if you are not interested in that, I'm also not interested in talking to you, teaching you. Because I've got, I don't have anything. I'm not that intelligent. I don't have anything to give you. What I have to give you that can change your life is the open book. But if you are not interested, so just tell me some things I can love. I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Because I'm not a politician. I'm not looking for customers. I'm not looking for clients. I'm looking for brothers and sisters. We can all grow in our worship with God. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we are here. We are not here to come and look for friends. We are here to come and look for God. But build relationships that way so we can all grow together. We won't leave anybody behind except those who are not interested. And if you are not interested, I don't really know why you come. Stop coming. Use your time for something else. Stop coming. But guess what? Satan will get you. Because when Satan tempted, even Jesus, uh, God is uh, God, God himself. He said, I'm going to become a human being. He came down to be a human being. Satan confronted him. The only way you could, you could overcome the devil is by saying, It is written. It is written. It is written. Because the devil is a liar. The only thing he can stand is the truth. So the truth must be loaded up in your heart. So when Satan shows up, it's the truth you have that sets you free. It's not the friends you know. It's not the ideas you have. A lot of people have so much ideas. Ideas, ideas, ideas. When you meet someone, the person tells you, I mean, I've, I've studied wide. I know about Christianity. It's ideas they have. How can you know about Christianity and be telling me that? If you know about Christianity, you know Christ. But you don't know Christ, but yet you think you know about Christianity. Which Christianity are you talking about? Which Christianity are you talking about? Because he said God is a spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. You have never approached God in the spirit because your spirit is comatose, it's dead. Until Christ is in you, your spirit is dead. So you with the dead spirit, how did you know God? God is a spirit. I, I, mean, you, I can't be here and say, I, 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 know, I know the message, your conversation going on in your phone because I, I, my phone can pick up. With what device? Unless, or I can't be here and tell you what um, um, London Radio, BBC Radio, whatever, is, is playing. Because I'm not tuning. For you to know, you must tune in. Once you get into that frequency, you can see all the, what they are saying is stupid. What they are saying is not. But you haven't tuned in. How can you know what they are saying? And so you hear, you see someone listening and the person is going like this. Yeah. Then you make up your mind, all these things they are talking on radio is nonsense because the way this person, I don't respect the person and the person is excited. So that means what they are talking about is nonsense. And a lot of people go around with assumptions about Christianity. It's ideas. Ideas. Some of you, since you started coming to church or come, you came to Christ, you can see your life is changing. Yeah. And you are wondering why people think this thing is fake because you can say it because you know it's real for you. Is real for you. Isaiah chapter. Verse eight. Read it again. Who, he said, who shall I send and who will go for us? 
I just wanted you to know, those who say that there's no trinity, this is one of the signs. God is talking. The Lord said, who shall I send and who will go for us? Is the Lord an us? Yes, he's an us. All right. Isaiah, read it again. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here am I, send me. And he said, go and tell this people. What did he say? Here I am, send me. Can everybody say that? Oh, can you say that again? Let's be real here. Can I ask you a question? Don't I look important standing in front of you? It's it's because I said, here I am, send me. Because what value do I I carry? Apart from God, what God is doing. You are here because of God, though. Is it not so? You are here because, that's what gives me my value in your life. If you don't like God, if you are not interested in God, I will lose value in your life. So I look important because someone values God. And years ago, I said, God, here am I, send me. And it's okay, then let me send you. So he sent me to people, and suddenly the people, I look important to them. Because whoever God uses is important. So you too, you are not far from becoming very important. But maybe God will send you to be um, maybe a minister of state. So that he can use you to. So you are there on God's behalf and he puts importance on you. Can I tell you a story? You know my stories are kind of interesting. Can I tell you? I, I, I interested in my story. I, I sure I should tell you the story. There was a time there was a sale somewhere in one of these big shops. Chris, you know, the 26th December sale. Boxing Day. People, do, do people still do it? Yeah. Some people queue from 5 a.m. So people have queued from 5 a.m. and long queue. And then a guy, he wasn't very tall. Around 9 or 8, just before 9. It's not Oxford Street. I don't know where it was, but the guy was coming. I think probably it happened in America, Australia. The guy was coming from the rear of the queue. So when somebody saw him passing, he, he went past the, the last person at the tail and midway, somebody saw him coming. The person saw him coming from the back. So he just put his leg there and then tripped him and then pushed the guy. And the guy fell. He said, oh, sorry. sorry. You know, people do that intentionally. Shopping center, they will use their uh, trolley to hit you. And then they say, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. They do it on the train station, the pram. Push chair. They, they used it to hit you and they, oh, sorry, sorry. Then they go. <laughs> anyway, so someone pushed him and said, sorry, and then he got up. He started making his way towards the door again. He was going to the um, head of the queue. So people saw him. And now everybody got, his, he got everybody's attention. Everybody was looking at him. So he was going, and then another person said, excuse me, push him back. You can't go forward. We are all queuing. How do you come from the back of the and then he got up again. He, he also tall. He's, he got, he's not tall. He's short. And he started going. <laughs> and another guy said, no. No one will allow you to. Then he said, go back, go back. Everybody said, go back. They pushed him. He went back. Started going for, towards the front again. And then somebody said, this is your last chance. We will not go back. The queue is at the back there. So he pushed him and the guy fell and he got up. He said, this is your last chance. If you push, anyone pushes me again, I won't open the door. 
<laughs> he was the one to open the door for them to go in. See, he was a very important person, but they didn't know. Some of you are pushing me in your heart. You keep pushing me. I will open the door. I'm very important to help you. <laughs> Sometimes, depending on the way you think, you will end up fighting your helpers. Because Satan will use you, will allow you and instigate you to hate the people God is sending you to. To the extent that in Acts 26 verse 18, he said, I will deliver you from the people I'm sending you to. Can you imagine? When God was calling him to send him. Are you there? Yeah. I will deliver you from the Jewish people <laughs> as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. He said, I am sending you to the Gentiles, but I would have to deliver you from them. Because when God sends you to some places, people who God is sending you to deliver them, they can hate you. Because Satan makes them feel you are their enemy. Some of you here, because I don't like the way this pastor speaks, but you don't know. I, God is going to use me to deliver you from that pornography. You have been, you, you have, you are, you are addicted and you are not happy. The one God is going to use, Satan will make you not like him. Why is he talking like that? Yeah, he's your deliverer. Because some time ago, he asked, oh, God, use me. And God said, okay, there's this guy there. Yeah, he's, I'm going to bring him in the service. He's been struggling with pornography. He's been struggling with, she's been struggling with um, fornication. She's been struggling with bitterness. And she's not free. She's been struggling with self-harm. It needs the power of the Holy Ghost to break her out of it. She's been struggling with depression. She's been struggling with sicknesses. And I want to help her. So I'm sending you. But as I'm sending you, I have to deliver you from her. Because her face, she, she sees you. She says, I don't like this man. But that's where your deliverance is coming from. God said, read it again. I will deliver you from the Jewish people as well as from the Gentiles to whom I now send you. To open their eyes. I'm sending you to do what? To open, open their eyes. eyes. Uh-huh. In order to turn them from darkness to light. You are going to help them. You are not going to hurt them. But I have to deliver because they will, some of them will fight you. Don't join people who fight preachers. Who will I send and who will go? God is always looking for somebody to say, here I am. Here am I. Send me. Here am I. Send me. Let's all say that. Don't say it if you don't mean it. But if you want God to, if you want God to use you, say, here am I. Send me. One of the things that God never takes for granted or ignores is a heart which says that God, please send me. Acts chapter 22, he was going to kill believers. And Jesus appeared to him. And then he said, what do you want me to do? That's, that's where his breakthrough came from. Verse 5, verse 6. As also... The high priest bears me witness and all the council of the elders from whom I also received letters to the, to the brethren and went to Damascus to bring in chains even those who were there to, to Jerusalem. Bring to bring in people. chains even those who were in Jerusalem. In Jerusalem, yeah. Now it happened. As I journeyed and came near Damascus at, 
at about noon, suddenly a great light from heaven shone around me, and I, tell you, and I fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to me, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? So I answered, who are you, Lord? Who are you? And he said to who me, who are you? Such lights from heaven. He said, a bright light from heaven around noonday. And noonday is the time the sun is brightest. But there was a light brighter than the sun. Shining around him. And then he fell to the ground. And then he heard the voice and Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Which light is this that tells me I'm persecuting him? Because I'm just killing and persecuting Christians. It's not you. He said, you don't know. When you see a Christian, I'm behind them. I am behind every Christian. When you kill a Christian, when you gossip against a Christian, Christ takes his personal. When you fight against a church, Christ takes it personal. Hallelujah. So, don't fight. Listen, unbelievers will say, oh, but what? I am supposed to speak the truth. And when they are doing something wrong, I am. See, for all you may know, you are wrong. That's one. And number two, everybody has got skeletons. When you take it upon yourself that I'm going to expose her, I'm going to expose her. She calls herself a Christian and some of the things. And you know that she's trying some of the things she did, I'm going to expose I'm going to tell everybody this is a dangerous person. And some of it, you even don't have all the facts. You don't have all the facts. And you want to pull somebody down. Don't forget that you, there are things in your history. You never know what is also in your background. Does that mean we shouldn't deal with matters when they go wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I said, when you are attacking others because of what you think about them, be careful. Be careful. Especially somebody who is trying to do God's work. Unless somebody who is not a Christian is fake. He has also taken a Bible. He's behaving like a preacher. Can I go to a more scripture? Are you sure you are ready for this? Are you sure you are ready for this? Are you sure you are ready for this? It's going to be amazing text. Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5. This one, it feels like spaghetti. Amazing. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. I'm, but making, I'm making a lot of noise. Hey, praising God. Praise is important. Outreach is important. Evangelism is important. Serving in church is important. But I said, it gets to a time, I'm not interested in all this. I'm not interested in it because it is just, it is just, you are giving me something less than what I'm asking from you. Do you understand that? But I'm not interested in it. I'm not interested in it. Really? Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin. What have you prepared for me? Burnt I can't hear you. Read it again for the last time, louder. Therefore, when he came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, didn't but desire. a body you have prepared you have for prepared me. prepared a body for me. In burnt offerings and it's sacrifice. Okay. that's where I'll end. God has prepared a body for you. 
How many of you have seen a man pregnant before? A man. Maybe where science is going, they'll try and get a man pregnant. But listen, if you make a man pregnant, he will never be the same again. Do you know why? Because man can't take pregnancy. What it takes, when a woman is pregnant, her muscles are all solid to, to carry that weight. Women are strong. Women. Well, sometimes they walk like this. Pregnant women. And the emotional drain and strain. A woman can, most men can't take that. They can't take a half of it. Why? Because his body has not been prepared for that kind of thing. His body has not been prepared for some, that kind of thing. When you are in the army, they prepare you from harsh, for harsh situations. So that in the time of war, have you noticed that when there's a national emergency, it's the army that comes in? But why can't police do it? No, they are not prepared for that kind of job. When there's flooding and people are dying, or fire is burning, army, come in. Uh, but I mean, they are also human beings, but they are trained for some things. So the training you go through determines, will determine what you can handle. And it says that your body, your body, God prepared for your body for you. How some of you have not thought about it? Why is it that pastor preaches almost every day? Not every Sunday, every day. Yesterday I preached. Yesterday two messages, one at the wedding and one in the main service. Almost every day in the week, from January 5th, I've been preaching almost every day. But how, how can he do that? And you won't come and see, I'm in the duvet. For the past time you came to church, have you ever heard there was a service pastor couldn't be because he wasn't well? But have you missed church because you were not well before? Yeah. How come I don't miss church? A body has been prepared for me to do this job. A body, my body has been prepared for the, for the job. A woman can be pregnant because her body has been prepared for pregnant. Women lose blood every month. Every month they lose blood. You let man do it for two months, he'll be down. <laughs> because his body is not prepared for that. A body that has prepared for me. Now where am I going with this? God has prepared your body for his work and for your assignment. But if you don't use it for that, like somebody who I spoke about, and he came and saw, he had never seen clean water. So when he came to the city and went to somebody's house and saw the clean water in the toilet bowl, he thought it's for drinking, washing face. And <laughs> water. He was he was sick because he's using that water there is not for that purpose. Some sicknesses in certain people's bodies is because they are not using the body the way God wants them to use their body for. Your body is not meant for. Can you imagine? I'm I'm cooking. Stew, soup, big bowl. And then it's burning. Oh, 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 there's too much fire. I need, I need, where's, where's the spoon? The big spoon, I can't find, oh, the microphone. Hey. I'm spoiling the microphone. The microphone was not built for that. There are things, are there things you're doing and your body was not built for? Wow. Your body, everybody's body has been prepared for God's assignment in your life. Everybody's body has been prepared for God's assignment. Are you getting what I'm saying? And until you begin to do what God has called you to do, you are not using your body for its rightful purpose. That means there's a problem. There's going to be a problem. You have, how do you say, God, here am I, send me. Then God begins to guide you. My, the secret to my health 
is my body is being used for what it's being used for. So that's why people, even some footballers cannot run my shadow. They'll break down. And my body is built for it. And God keeps me going. Sometimes, 100 days of fasting and preaching every day, and God keeps me going. Most times I eat once a day if I'm not fasting. Most times for the past over 20 years. If I eat twice a day, I begin to feel uncomfortable. My body has not been built for that. My body has been built for God's work. Your body has been built. Everybody's body has been prepared for you. That's why your mother gave birth to you. That's why your father is your father. Because God has an agenda. He needs your constituent components were intentioned, planned by God. Girls, be careful how you use your body. Your body has not been built to be just catching attention and getting people aroused. Your body has been built for something better. Look, you have to learn how to say, here I am. Send me, Lord. Did you receive something? God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and visit www.caris.org for videos and upcoming events. Remember, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer.